Welcome to Life is More, a five-minute Christian devotional hosted by Steve Martin. We're glad you're here. Now, here's Steve. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Happy Thursday, and I appreciate you joining us again for our devotional reflections on the life of Gideon this week. And today I want to take a look from Judges chapter 7, verses 1 to 7, about the next step in Gideon's journey to live faithfully for God. Now, let me start, though, with a little bit uh, story here before we get into Judges 7 and just admit to you that I like to be prepared. I'm somebody who likes to be organized and know what I'm going to do, especially when I teach sixth grade students. So as a st- teacher, um, it turns out that I have this one reoccurring nightmare at the start of each school year. For me, that nightmare seems to play out in the same way every time. I'm in front of a room of sixth graders, and for some reason I have nothing for them to do, nothing for them to learn, nothing planned, nothing laid out. I I hate that dream. I'm sitting there fumbling around trying to figure out something to do, but it's clearly, this dream is clearly playing on my anxiety and my need to feel prepared. And that's why when we get to this section of scripture looking at uh, Gideon, Um, You know, with that in mind, I just, I honestly don't know how Gideon does it, how he, God is able to lead him in a way of not trying to be prepared with more, but letting go of what he has to actually walk into a battle with less. God's really going to test his faith in this regard, and I'm not sure, honestly, if I could handle it. Um, It's enough to be called, uh, like Gideon, to drive an enemy from your land, but when he puts out the call for these soldiers, he actually, Gideon actually gets a pretty good response. He gets 32,000 recruits to show up to fight the Midianites with him. That's pretty good. I mean, that's the way I'd like it. Problem is, that's not really the way God likes it. And the reason God tells him that he's got too many soldiers, believe it or not, is because we as humans like to take credit for our victories. You remember earlier we talked about how we like to blame God for the bad things. Well, we also like to take credit and pat ourselves on the back for the good things. We like to either do that or just almost ignore the good things happen and just move on to the next problem. But either way, God wants them to experience his presence, his leadership, his love, his rescue. So the reality is when 32,000 recruits show up, In God's perspective, Gideon has too many soldiers. And so he tells them, you're going to have to send some home. Now, I, for one, would be all in favor of setting the fleece out again if God said that. But, um, you know, Gideon doesn't. He follows the right path. And um, the plan is, he's told, just tell the soldiers, look, if you're scared, you can go. Well, seemed pretty easy and unfortunately pretty effective. About 24,000 of them took up that offer and went home. So now Gideon has gone from 32,000 soldiers down to 10,000. Now, if you recall, this army is pretty large that he's facing, and so it seems like we're going in the wrong direction. But God lets him know, unfortunately, that wasn't as effective as God had hoped, and he still has too many soldiers for this battle. Remember, even with 10,000 soldiers... Gideon and the army could somehow feel at the end of the day that they had accomplished this. They had driven the Midianites out. 
And God really wants to reestablish this relationship and this trust, and he wants them to see that they can trust him. He wants them to know at the end of the day, only God could have done it. So the next test is he tells Gideon, well, just send all the soldiers down to get a drink and watch how they drink from the water uh, from the lake. They don't have cups with them, so they have one of two options. They can get down, kind of lay on their belly and get close to the water and put their mouth on the water and drink. Those, it turns out, need to go. They need to go home. Or they could choose to go down and kneel down and reach down with one hand so they're still in kind of an alert, observing position and scoop the water up in their hand and drink it out of their hand. And if they did that, well, those are the ones you want to keep. Unfortunately for Gideon, I guess, when you are counting numbers, it turns out only 300 of the 10,000, only 300 knelt down the way God wanted. So Gideon's army had effectively lost another 9,700 more recruits. Uh, So they started with 32,000. He's now down to 300. And that's actually a pretty crazy small number to go into battle with when you can't even count the enemy. But that's in only God can do it, type number. You know what I mean? So as you move into this year, as we think about this year for God and we're moving forward for him, don't look at your resources because that's not the way God operates. It may turn out he feels like you have too much. Don't look at your talent or your time or your patience or any number that you can think of to determine whether or not you have enough that's needed to accomplish what God has asked you to do. Let God get the credit by simply using what he's given you. Trust that he's given you enough. You never know. He could take your task, your activity, your marriage, your friendship, your project, and do amazing things with it. He can do do amazing things, right? So let's make sure that what we're after is really what God wants us to do and not something we just give ourselves credit for and move on. Let's make sure that it's something we can give the God of the universe credit for doing. Only God could have done that in my marriage. Only God could have done that in my family. Only God could have done that in my life. Let's pray. God, we want to see great changes in our lives, in our families, in our world. And Father, help us to stop looking at the resources that we currently have and to trust that if you are leading and you are involved, you're going to bring everything important to the table that we need. And so, Father, bless us this week as we reflect on taking steps of faith, being active in our own spiritual growth and in our our families and in our communities. And Father, we're going to be active and we're going to trust you to be at work and to provide everything we need. And we pray this in Jesus. Amen. All right, you guys, thanks for joining me again. I hope to talk to you again tomorrow.